Today on Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, it is Goals Thursday, and we're going to talk about the defensemen today. How about that? All of that on today's Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade, and this is Goals Thursday. It is July 1st, so want to wish everyone a very happy Canada Day out there. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. Just a reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app. And don't forget to rate, comment, and follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD, or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. So it's going to sound a little bit different today. I'm flying solo today, but our favorite guest, Sarah, will be back on tomorrow's podcast. All right, so... It is Goals Thursday. If you missed last week's episode, it was a doozy. I had John Broadbent on from Defend the Nest as we went over all the forwards for the San Diego Goals. Two weeks ago, I talked about the goaltending, which was basically 15 minutes about Lucas Dostal. This week, it's going to be all about the defensemen. Yeah, we're going to talk about the plentiful amount of defensemen. This will be a shorter episode than last week, I promise. But there was a couple defensemen that really sparkled for San Diego. And one that you think might be better? Well, think again. Uh, let's start with someone that I I know we're all going to just expect this. I'm going to get this out of the way. Jamie Drysdale. Jamie Drysdale was the first round pick for the Anaheim Ducks this past season. He had a pretty solid year in San Diego. In 14 games, he had 10 points four goals, six assists. He did a good job in the regular season, and then he went up to Anaheim very, very quickly. Actually, much quicker than I anticipated because the Ducks had all these injuries. You had, well, first off, Hampus Lindholm being out for pretty much the rest of the season going on long-term injured reserve. Yeah, that was the kind of injury that kind of necessitated Jamie Drysdale moving forward in the lineup and moving up his development quicker than we would have anticipated. The plan for Jimmy Drysdale this season was to get him a lot of time in San Diego, get him maybe 25 to 30 games in San Diego, and then bring him up later in the season. The original plan was to only have him play a handful of games. Again, he's only 18 years old. Folks, I'm going to repeat this. He's only 18 years old. He's got a lot of upside, folks. But looking at those stats, yeah, he got thrown to the Wolves big time in Anaheim. As far as his time in San Diego goes, once he returned back later on in the season and during the playoffs, he didn't look himself. And I'm going to hearken back to not the regular season games. Like the regular season, he was amazing. Um, the couple times he played against Ontario, he torched the rain. Just torched him. But looking at that three-game set in Bakersfield, yeah, he looked okay on that three-game set, but there were times where he looked a little bit lost or he missed an assignment on defense. One of those cases where he missed an assignment led directly to a goal for the Bakersfield Condors. So Drysdale, he is still learning. Again, he's only... 18. He did finish among the league leaders amongst defensemen in points with 10. 
So, yeah, he did a good job. And I know he's not going to come back to San Diego. He's either going to be up with the Ducks or back in juniors because he will still be 19 years old. Also, also, don't forget he is still eligible to compete at World Juniors this coming year. So we might not see a whole lot of Jimmy Drysdale around the holidays, but hey, he wants to earn that gold medal. Uh, yeah, give him that chance. I mean, you know, some guy named Trevor Zegris, I mean, he got gold. Drysdale, he had to settle for silver. And Trevor Zegris will hold that over his head forever. So maybe Drysdale can help lead Team Canada to gold this coming, or rather next year. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Hmm, yeah, I'm sure Jamie loved seeing that on video. If you haven't seen that video, it is a classic. I would look up that interview if you haven't already. As far as one other defenseman that I want to talk about, he came in a trade last season, and well, actually, no, yeah, I'll talk about Axel Anderson as well. So Axel Anderson only played 17 games for the goals. He had five points in those 17 games, two goals, three assists. Yeah, he looked good for the time that he was here. Uh, he ended up putting up those assists really quickly in his first three games and scored goals in back-to-back games. He was great for a few games. Um, the only knock on his game that I'm probably going to say a lot is the size yeah the size mismatch it's going to be a big thing he's a smaller defenseman and he's got some work to do as far as his puck handling ability he's good on defense he's good at having an active stick but man, he looked like he was getting pushed around out there at times. That's going to be the only thing that he has to improve on. Just get more upper body strength. Get more strength in general. That's going to be the big thing because you want Anderson to be able to defend well against some of the big boys like the 6'4", 6'5", guys and bulk up. That's going to be the knock on Axel Anderson's game. Not to say that he's a bad player. He's not a bad player. He's just still young. So there's still a lot of work to be done there. Uh, One other defenseman I do want to talk about before we head to the first intermission is Jamie Drysdale's line mate. And we're talking about Keegan Lowe. He only had six points in 44 games. Yes, he played every game with San Diego this season. And Lowe ended up pairing with Jamie Drysdale towards the start of the season and during that playoff run. So, yeah, he looked good good for San Diego. He did play in Bakersfield last season. This year, I mean, it kind of looked like he was being a little bit of a mentor to Jamie Drysdale. Yeah, a little bit. And they did well together pairing up on defense. Uh, Keegan Lowe is definitely that guy that will block a ton of shots. Yes, the American Hockey League doesn't have all these fancy stats. None of the block shots, miss shots. Um, Yeah, they don't have that. But if there was stats like advanced stats, Keegan Lowe would be up there on a lot of those fancy stats. He does shut down the game very well. But gosh, there was a couple of key shot blocks on game one of that series between Bakersfield where Keegan Lowe did get a crucial block shot 
which led directly to a Trevor Zegras goal at the end of that game. I want to say there was a game early on in the season, and it may have been against, I want to say Henderson, where Lowe got two blocked shots in a row, in a row. And that also led to an empty net goal. So when you talk about players that serve a great importance on your team, I would say Keegan Lowe is up there. Despite the fact he only got six points in 44 games, you know, he's just a guy that you want to have on your team with a minute left when you have the lead because he will just put his body all out there. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission, but first let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place we trust. And we have all the sports happening right now. We have Major League Baseball. We have the NBA Finals, or sorry, NBA Playoffs. And I said this yesterday, but the Clippers, they had a good run. And congrats to the Phoenix Suns on making it to the NBA Finals. And then we have the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks battling out to see who will reign supreme in the Eastern Conference. And of course, the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup final between the Canadians and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you want to place a bet on that, go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKED ON to get a 50% welcome bonus. So, once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, people. Please just be responsible. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about these defensemen. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Goals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And once again, happy Canada Day to all my Canadian friends out there and everyone listening from Canada. So to all of you listening from the Great White North, thank you for listening. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple more defensive players. They are good prospects for the Ducks slash goals. In fact, both of these next players have spent some time in Anaheim. So I do want to get through these two guys first. First thing we want to talk through is Brendan Gooley. Yes, that is how you pronounce his name. It is spelled G-U-H-L-E. It is not Jewel or Ghoul. No, it is Gooley. So Brendan Gooley is one of my favorite players in this Ducks organization. He is a fantastic, fantastic player very good on driving the puck up through the sides along the dasher boards. The only thing that sucks, this is not a knock on him. He just cannot stay healthy somehow. Uh, He ended up having a season-ending surgery this past season, and this happened against the Ontario Reign where he was out for the rest of the season. It's It's just unfortunate. He's a great player, just had some unfortunate injury troubles the past couple of seasons and won once again where he could have played more games than he had. He only played 23 games this season, ended up with two goals and 10 assists in those 23 games. He wasn't looking bad. He was averaging half a point per game. For a defenseman, that's pretty good. Oh, and honestly, it's it's just frustrating. It's sad and frustrating. Really is. Um, One thing that was getting better, way better, was that he was, his skating ability was getting better. One, 
two, his puck handling was getting way better. As I mentioned before, along the sides, as far as puck handling through the defensive zone, he did a fantastic job there. You know, he'd bring the puck up and get it to the neutral zone before passing off to a forward when they would then cross the blue line and get everyone else, you know, on the same page. And he was also very patient on waiting for guys to tag up or waiting for guys to come across the blue line. You know, he didn't dump and chase a whole lot. He did a good job controlling the puck. So that's kind of a third thing is just the puck control was a lot better this season. And he was also a good defender. And I liked what John told me last week is he's a responsible player. You know, whichever line mate he was with, he was the one that did a good job of covering up for his defenseman partner's mistakes or, I guess, shortcomings is the best way to put it. So I do like Brendan Gooley's game, but just the past couple seasons, he's been dealing with some bad injuries. A a season-ending one is never good. Uh, He does still have another year left on his deal. He's still young. He's only 23. He will get better. All right? He will get better. Uh, One more name that I do want to talk about before we head into the second intermission, and this is a name that Ducks fans had better be familiar with. Josh Mahura. Ducks fans have seen him in Anaheim already along the past couple seasons. He's been a stalwart with the San Diego Goals, and he's even provided some help for the Anaheim Ducks as well. I assume that he's probably going to lobby for a spot for the Anaheim Ducks next season, with there being no more taxi squad, it is going to be a very tough choice to see if Mahura can indeed make the Ducks roster, assuming that he sticks around. 28 games. He had 20 points. He pretty much led all the defensemen in San Diego as far as points per game. He was fantastic. But again, this is if he comes back. So let's see what happens. A little bit more about Josh Mahura. He did see some time with Anaheim. He saw over a dozen games. And he he's ready, folks. If the Ducks can manage to keep Mahura, he can be an Anaheim Duck for years to come. But he is on the last year of his ELC. One. Two. What if Seattle picks him up? Oh, boy. That, that, that could be a thing that could happen. And you would hate to lose a terrific prospect like that to Seattle, but that could happen. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We will see. But in his time in San Diego, uh, he's been terrific. He's been ter- He was terrific this season. He was fantastic last year in San Diego and really endeared himself to the fan base. So I cannot wait to see what he does. Uh, let's see if Mahura sticks around. Maybe he'll play with Jacob Larson. So we'll see what happens there. Is Jacob Larson even going to stay in Anaheim? (sighs) Who knows? Hmm. All right. We're going to head into the second intermission rather quickly. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. They've been family owned and operated for over two decades. And I just picked up some wipers from them. I saved a ton of money, folks. I saved over 50% off of the regular price that you would find at these big box stores. So once again, go to, go to rockauto.com, use promo code 
no, no promo code. In the how did you hear? I knew that, folks. In the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. All right, coming up after the second intermission, I'll talk about another couple defensemen, and then we will wrap up for the day. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room. It is Thursday. There is no hockey tonight. So join me on the Spotify Green Room later tonight. I don't know what time I'm going to do it, but make sure to follow at LO underscore Ducks when we finally get a time for this. So once again, that is the Spotify Green Room later tonight. Look for me at Locked on Ducks and download the app on the iOS store. All right, so two more defensemen that I want to talk about quickly and then we'll wrap up. Um, first, I want to talk about Simon Benoit or Simon Benoit, however you pronounce it. Um, one of my favorite players on this goals team and someone that does get the attention, someone that I do honestly like a lot. Uh, Benoit's game, he only had 8 points in 38 games, but, you know, it doesn't talk about the rest of his game. Yeah, so he's only got 8 points. Big deal. No, he is one of the best defenders in San Diego. He will shut down the opposing team's offense like nobody's been. So here's why I want to talk about Simon Benoit. He was often up against some of the best players on opposing teams. You put him up for a time against Quentin Byfield from Ontario. Okay, you put him up against Cody Glass. I saw him up there trying to shut down Cody from Henderson. And he did a good job there. Then I kind of like looked going, hmm, who else is he going to try to shut down? He did a great job for a couple of games shutting down players like Jan Yannick from the Tucson Roadrunners. So you talk about someone that is going to have an active stick and really just commit his body to the game, make some dives, get some key block shots, but just stop the offense from the other side. That's the kind of player you want. You want someone that will be there for you on that defensive end. And look, I like him a lot. I like him a lot as a defender. The offensive numbers don't say much, but if you want someone that is going to just keep those goose eggs on the board, then Benoit is your guy. He still has a couple years left on his ELC, so he is going to stick around for a while. I suspect that he's probably going to get a lot more time in San Diego next season. In fact, he might be one of their regular defensive stalwarts next season. Uh, He did pair up on that top D pairing with Josh Mahura. And they looked great together. Mahura and Benoit, I think, were better as a defensive pairing than Jamie Drysdale and Keegan Lowe, if I'm going to be honest. So, Benoit and Mahura. I talked about Mahura. Benoit, there you go. And one more defenseman that I kind of want to talk about before we wrap up, 
and I know I saved the Captain Sam Carrick for last on the previous week. So we're going to save his brother for last this week, Trevor Carrick, the other half of the Carrick brothers. You know, he's a scrapper. He's a fighter. He's the brother of the captain. Trevor Carrick had 12 points in 39 games. Almost all of them were assists. He only had one goal this past season, and it was kind of a sloppy goal too. But, you know, he was part of that three-way deal with Ottawa and San Jose. But he, he's a fighter. He is there to defend his teammates. If he sees that someone like Zegris or Drysdale is in trouble, Trevor Carrick will just swoop right in there and beat the ever-loving crap out of his opponents. He did that on a couple occasions this season where he just pummeled a guy. He just pummeled guys. He had one good fight against the Ontario Reign, kind of in the middle of the season. You know, you love to have a guy like that on your roster, and you love to have someone that is going to get in front of the net and piss off the goalie. He did that. He did that well. Got some good, I guess, screens against the opposing goalie. Oh, and look what happened. The goal scorer goal. So, you know, with the veterans rule coming into play again next season, I don't know if Trevor's going to be back, but if he is, it'd be fun to watch him play some more, right? So those are the last two defensemen that I wanted to talk about. And I just wanted to end with Trevor Carrick because <laughs> if he comes back, it'll it'll be fun seeing the Carrick brothers together again for one more season. I know Trevor Carrick, he did play in San Jose last season. And it was fun watching the Carrick brothers come together when you'd have the Barracuda come to San Diego or the goals come to SAP Center. Like, they're just great guys. And I think more for them, it was good just to be together maybe one last time. Who knows? Maybe he'll be back next year. Maybe he won't. But whatever the case, we had fun watching him this past season. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's how we're going to end the show for today. Thank you all for listening. It is very much appreciated. If you want to hear more or previous podcasts, you could download them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. Don't forget to rate, comment, and follow if you haven't already. On Twitter, I am at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at L-O underscore Ducks. Don't forget the Spotify green room is later tonight, so keep an eye out for that. All right, thank you all so much. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Get vaccinated if you have not already. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together. And gulls fly together. Caca, caca.